Okay. Yeah. Hi. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hi. Well, meet Tammy. She's a, she's a really dear friend of mine. And you know what's funny? We're having a very spontaneous afternoon right now. She spontaneously stopped by and we spontaneously made this really nice spread <laughs> on the table of snacks and tea and delicious cheese and chocolate and we started spontaneously having a very deep conversation and I thought it was a good idea to have you guys join on that because I it's it's an important one yes absolutely yeah <laughs> well Tammy has been a friend of mine for seven and a half oh close to eight years wow that is crazy yeah Tammy, how did we meet um we actually <laughs> met on a student film mm -hmm. in orange county california <laughs> yeah it was my first film oh, here in la oh wow it was my second ever Amazing. <laughs> and the first in la and we've been friends since yes yeah we just kept in touch like i think like there were times where we were not as much in touch, mm -hmm. but we always found back to each other. Yeah, and I, I just love how we can spend, you know, like there would be a month or so where we're so busy with our lives, but then we would always come together and then we catch up and then there's always this very wholesome feeling and, mm -hmm. and conversations and things like that. And um, today we were talking about just, you know, how much life has changed. You know, we're comparing how maybe our parents have grown up in a completely different world and that right now for us, it's um, something that we have to reassess and see whether it feels right. And Tammy, you were telling me about um, the story of your brother's friend, right? right? Would you tell it to us? Because I just, I found it fascinating. Yeah, of course. Um, it's most like... Can say it pertains to making decisions like especially because now we're living in such a fast-paced world and mm -hmm. um, a lot of times we agree to certain things that we actually don't even want to do mm -hmm. and especially now I feel like we tend to not stay true to ourselves and what we actually want right and I was so inspired by my brother and his friend and they're very much in touch with their own selves and their own truth which it's a journey of course and it's it takes yeah it's a process for everyone and it takes how long it takes to really mm -hmm. get to that point and um what they do is before they make a decision even if it's like it doesn't even have to be something big like are you going to move to new zealand next year or something <laughs> you know it's like it can be like something something very very small but they always check in with them themselves and see if they actually feel it mm -hmm. because i feel like you know our head makes decisions right. and our heart and our gut makes decisions and our heart is leading us to our true selves and the path that we need to go and in our head a lot of times the ego comes in and steers us in a different direction that we don't really want to go and so they always check in with them themselves and really feel it in their gut like Am I feeling this? Mm -hmm. Do I really want to do this? Like, am I going to go to that festival? Does it feel right? Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you guys, but a lot of times in life we do feel like, oh, you know, this is actually not 
a right decision or you know I shouldn't go on that date with that guy but then we go anyway because mm -hmm. we feel some social obligation or we don't want to disappoint the other person or how right. is it gonna look or we're desperate of not being alone or mm -hmm. whatever it is and then we do it but we actually know no mm -hmm. do not do it right. and so I thought that was just really inspiring to just really listen to ourselves because our heart does not take us in the wrong direction Yeah, and I find that it's very, it's a new concept for me. And I'm learning about that through therapy. And my therapist actually always like tells me, she's like, whenever I have a question, whenever I'm like struggling with something, she's like, well, what does it feel like in your body? Mm. And I'm like, I, at first I was like, I don't know what you freaking mean. Like, what does it feel? <laughs> what feels? I'm sitting on the chair. How is that supposed to feel? You know, but then you know i'm learning i'm starting to understand that it's actually about that gut reaction to something mm -hmm. whether it actually aligns with me or it doesn't in the moment and that's exactly what you're talking about because a lot of times i find myself doing that whenever somebody's like hey do you want to do this and i have this thing do you like want to let's go hang out chill something or like a person comes up, like a guy comes up and he's like, hey, can I get your number? And I'm like looking at him like I have this reaction where I'm like, actually, I don't want to give you your number, my number. Right. But then I would be like, well, you know, I need to step outside my comfort zone and I need to meet people and this and that. So maybe I should, you know. But it, that, that shit is never about me living my truth mm -hmm. and going with that gut reaction that's actually telling me that you don't need, this is not it. Mm -hmm. You don't need this. Mm -hmm. And I feel like it's so important for us to, to follow that because we are going to get somewhere with that. And it's trying to lead us onto this path of figuring things out and getting somewhere to the point where we're meant to actually be. Right. And we always like try to stir ourselves away from that by accepting something that's not aligning with us right. you know like that friend um of your brother is that's like you know took this moment to a suggestion whether she wanted to do something or not and she's like mm, let me take a moment and yeah. then no you know what it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't no i don't want to do this yeah. and we're conditioned to say yes mm -hmm. But it is okay to say no. Absolutely. And they don't teach us that. No. Because it's especially also where I grew up, it's like it's impolite. Mm -hmm. And I grew up exactly. with a mother who mm -hmm. cannot say no. Oh, so, <laughs> I didn't which know that. We take, uh, as children, we took uh, very much advantage of it, of course. <laughs> because mom can't say no, so let's go ask her. <laughs> But in general, it's like it's okay to say no it's not a bad thing it's like to step in your power mm -hmm. and but i think it also has something to do with why can't we say no exactly it's you know the two mm -hmm. emotions that we feel like either love or mm -hmm. fear right and that's when the fear comes in of Ooh, possibly yeah. being rejected like oh if i say no mm -hmm. maybe they don't like me anymore mm -hmm. if i say no maybe like you know as a human being we are social beings and rejection so many behavioral choices 
we make because we fear rejection mm -hmm. and that's i think it ties in with not staying true to ourselves mm -hmm. and to our own truth mm -hmm. because we fear rejection and that's why we say yes to certain things that we actually don't want to do in our true self mm -hmm. and we don't listen to our true self because the fear is bigger right than our um how do i say the the love that it's yes. like very small because yes <laughs> you know it, it just it's discussed quite often how you know the darkness this this whole um you know the dense between the negative and positive the darkness and the light and fear and love you know the whole thing and it's always talked how it's much easier to lean into fear because it is a higher emotion it is a bigger one it is a stronger one and more overwhelming one than love because you need to cultivate love mm -hmm. love is gentle love is fragile you know but the more you feed that the, the stronger it grows and the easier it is able to overcome the fear the fear of rejection the fear of success the fear of you know staying alone mm -hmm. for the rest of your life which come on everybody has people it's just we are afraid to actually open up to those people so it's much easier to close within ourselves um and say that i don't have anybody than to actually open up because we're afraid to open up to ourselves yeah right so it, it just made, i love that you said that because you're right and always forget about that it's fear that has us like it manipulates us basically into living anything but our true selves yeah. you know and it's not even like i mean it's not really our fault it's like mm -hmm. we most of us probably like grew up with parents not that it's the parents were bad or it's just the yeah. parents fault they didn't know any better but like early on like kids are being manipulated into doing something like obeying the parents will mm -hmm. and they do it because they're afraid of that rejection it's like i don't know you know a kid at the park and the mom wants the kid to go home or the mom wants to go home and then the mom is like okay fine i'm just gonna go bye yeah and that instills like oh my gosh like that instills fear yeah. in that child like oh my gosh no 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 don't leave me don't reject mm. me and that's actually like and this is just one example but mm -hmm. we fear rejection from early on because mm. that's what we get threatened by we get oh, threatened by rejection to yeah. obey the parents what yeah. they want because i'm not saying that the parents are evil you know yeah. they didn't know any better because mm -hmm. that's what their parents taught Mm -hmm. And I feel like now, you know, it is changing and there is more awareness, but it's like, how do you get a child to do something? It's by threatening him with something. Mm. And that is, I have never said rejection so many times in my life, but <sighs> that's by rejection, you know, right. and instilling that fear. And the problem with that is, though, that the fear, it stays with us. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just go away when we grow up. It's like it's it gets like a seed gets planted mm -hmm. because when children are born, it's pure love. It's pure innocence. Like the joy of kids you know mm -hmm. like you see how joyful they are and how free and then when you take that sh same child and see it as an adult it can be a completely different person and it's that fear that has just grown and grown and grown and not everyone um you know has the knowledge or how do i say like the consciousness to know like oh you know i can work on this and they're like 
um, and then it just stays with mm-hmm. them and they don't know why and what mm-hmm. and what happens and they're not able to really unfold mm-hmm. and live the life that they want. Yeah, for some people it's like so much to where you, you, you don't even want to. You feel like that's the norm. You feel like that's what, you know, I, I, well, it might be that some people might think that it is the norm because like, you know, it is what it is. It is life. So it's yeah. <laughs> sort of given up on yourself situation. Yeah. And some people might feel like, oh my God, this is too much. I cannot unfold this. This is, this is a little like, you know, my mom, she, she can, she went to therapy once and then I guess it was oh, so much. She just can, she can yeah. face it because it's 69 years of things that have been accumulating yeah um tell me you are a mother yes (laughs) to a sweet sweet boy (laughs) thank you (laughs) and how has the motherhood with you sort of living this truth you know with with you understanding the things that you do now how has that affected the way that you um mother um well i mean first of all i want to say it's it's hard I never thought motherhood would be this hard, honestly. It's not like a jolly walk in the park with Mm. balloon and unicorns. Um, It's a lot of times I am, I admit, like I forget, you know, and I get frustrated and I probably say things like that are probably not very, very helpful. Um, But for the most part, I do try to remember, okay, where he, my, my son, where he's coming from, like what he is feeling like, oh, he's not sleeping right now. It's probably separation anxiety because it's, uh, you know, nighttime is scary and they're away from the parents. And sometimes it takes him forever to go to sleep, which is frustrating to me because I desperate for some time to myself, but he's just not sleeping. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, I need a break. And I just get up and um my partner's still in the room so i'm not just leaving him completely by himself but i'm sure it takes my son back like hey why is mommy leaving Mm -hmm. but i just need that second to myself where i feel like i'm going to explode and um so those things happen you know but for the most part i really am trying to just be conscious of the fact of seeing trying to see be in touch with my inner child Mm -hmm. like trying to see his side of things Mm -hmm. which as an adult is incredibly hard because we're so out of touch a lot of times with our inner child even though our inner child is still with us Mm -hmm. and it's screaming at us sometimes but we just don't listen Mm -hmm. um but i'm just trying to be patient and i'm trying to also instill the confidence in him already that i never got like you know Mm. that how that he's worthy of he doesn't have to achieve, you know, this or that, like to, to be acknowledged, but that right. he's just worthy by just existing, like those kind of things. I think I'm trying to do now with positive affirmations and just trying to be calm and patient mm-hmm. with him as much as I can, you know, and again, I'm human right. and it doesn't, I'm not this, you know, spiritual, like perfect person floating around you know it's right (laughs) my ego comes in my humanity you know Mm -hmm. and um but i think i i'm definitely more conscious than i would have been like having had a child a few years ago Mm -hmm. yeah and i feel like it's important to understand that we're you know being spiritual beings in this world means that we come here 
to this very material world and we've got to understand that we're not perfect yeah. if we had the whole i feel like if we had the whole sort of goal to be perfect and live this perfect spiritual <laughs> life we would never come onto this planet mm -hmm. you know and it's just part of us understanding that hey i'm here to mess up mm -hmm. i'm here to ex oh wow i'm getting goosebumps <laughs> i'm here to experience this messy sometimes pretty like nasty messy life you know, where I'm going to have pitfalls and then I'm going to rise up and then I'm going to do some good and then I'm going to hurt somebody, you know? Like we were talking earlier, sometimes it is okay to be a bad guy in somebody else's story right. because you cannot be perfect, you know, for everybody and that's not the goal of us coming here because mm -hmm. your son, he came into this world to also receive his set of, you know circumstances let's put it that way for his future life and the unfolding of thereof yeah you know and um i feel like we a lot of times forget and a lot of times we go into blaming our parents and i'm i'm guilty of that you know i spend my whole life blaming my parents for the way that i am and for them not accepting me for what i am and this and that and it's like the more i was trying to unfold it the more i saw how imperfect they are and that they messed me up you know <laughs> but it is okay though because i am you know where i am because of those sets sets of circumstances that i received when i was little yeah. you know and that that sort of just led me through the life to the point where i'm at right now yeah you know and i'm unfolding that and that's very interesting <laughs> 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 it's yeah. very interesting to hear your therapist tell you that okay take this time until the new years to really hate your mom <laughs> like what i was actually told that yesterday wow. yeah and like how do you like deal with that but i feel like that's important you know because that's part of it i came here to experience that and i was denying myself that for the longest time yeah you know so, yeah and like you also said like to really just feel mm -hmm. feel the feelings and feel feel everything mm -hmm. and that's important too for in order to process mm -hmm. everything and not just harbor like some sort of resentment because resentment in the body can also you know hurt mentally yeah. and physically manifest into a disease right which has actually been happening to me and every mm -hmm. single like i go i go through these you know ups and downs with my relationship with my mom and the journey and then there's a season where i'm like okay i'm just you know i'm just gonna accept her the way she is i'm not gonna like try to change her or do anything but then that's actually me just running away from the fact that I have all these like deep-seated emotions towards her like resentment and anger and like hate and whatnot and um that leads me to like this breakdown season where I'm like I just can't stand her and then I'm still boiling that up within me and then it manifests I actually quite honestly that is exactly why I started talking about that in therapy yesterday I have been experiencing a lot of like gut issues in the past mm. three weeks um, or so, maybe like four. And I've noticed that every single time I go through that season where I'm like, I can't stand my mom. This is just like mm. too much. I it, it always is followed with, you know, issues in my gut. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm like walking around. I'm like, I'm not eating anything differently. What is happening? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I ask myself all these questions. And every single time it's like, oh, wait, yeah, there's resentment. Because mm-hmm. resentment actually does get like it, it stores in your gut mm-hmm. in your gut region so whenever you're experiencing a lot of that and it's very systematic because i started i'm like okay i'm gonna not have dinner i'm gonna see how i do you know i'm not gonna have this type of food and i'm gonna see how i do and no matter what i try to do and like circle things out of that list of like possible things that are affecting me i it it, it all it doesn't matter it's still there the issue is still there and it doesn't go away until i address it Mm -hmm. and i do strongly believe that every single ailment that we have is connected to something that's happening within us the deep-seated sometimes it's surface level it's just it's just it's there you know Mm -hmm. and when we're not addressing it our body is like uh knock knock hello can we actually pay attention to what's happening yeah and it's funny you know my therapist was like wait what happened like we had this discussion in the summer. We talked about this and we, you know, I thought you kind of sort of have been, that's exactly what she said. She's like, mm-hmm. even back then, she's like, you need to f- feel emotions, you know, you need to go through this. But I still put it on back burner. Yeah, and you know, I just had a thought with mm-hmm. you talking about your feelings about your mom, you know. I think maybe it's also because, like, you know, to hate someone has a very... How do I say? It's a strong emotion. It's a strong emotion. And also, I think it's just so we're not supposed to right anyone, you know and it's yeah and i feel like maybe there's a certain level of mm-hmm. guilt that you feel oh, that 100%. you're not that you're not allowing yourself to mm-hmm. feel those feelings mm-hmm. and then they're getting stored in your body yep. causing other issues because mm-hmm. you know and i feel like my brother um talked he went to a conference in spiritual conference like in switzerland last weekend and he talked about this these toxic spiritual people who are just like all love and he said that you have this spiritual look in their face and they feel like goosebumps so so far than (laughs) the other ones which Mm -hmm. has nothing to do with spirituality that's ego you know if you feel like oh i'm above you Mm -hmm. like that's all ego but anyway um Mm -hmm. the the point of that is it's like you know, people might tell you like, oh, don't hate, don't hate, love. But you know what? We're freaking human beings and we do hate sometimes. Yes. And it's not, and it's okay. Yeah. Because also, as they say, hate is not the absence of love. Mm-hmm. You know, like, ugh, what's the English word? Like, to not care mm-hmm. is the absence of love. To just not give a shit mm-hmm. is the absence of love. And so it's okay. You know, if you have that feeling of hate, just freaking hate. Right. And feel it. And go there. Feel it, feel it, feel it. And then eventually it's going to go away. Mm-hmm. And I heard uh, one author talked about this. I forgot her name, but she also said that. And then when she has those feelings and she lets himself feel it, like then when she's, you know, um, you know, has um, been long enough in that feeling, she imagines it giving that feeling a hug and then exuding love. And then it's like, okay. Now I felt like, and now I'm going to close it out with love. And I think that's actually yeah, really beautiful. <laughs> it is. And you know what it is? It is accepting mm. the fact that you have those feelings, that you yeah. are human. Yes. You are here in this human form, which comes with a set of emotions and experiences and feelings mm-hmm. that are there because they're meant to be felt and went yes, through. Exactly. You know? But when we're denying ourselves that part, 
we're hating on ourselves. Exactly. You we know? don't accept ourselves fully in mm-hmm. that moment. Yeah. It's like children, right? If we're yeah. ignoring the child, <laughs> when we're ignoring a, a child's needs, right? What happens to that child? It becomes very agitated, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So it's the same way, you know, the, those feelings within us. The longer we're denying the attention and the, the fact that they're present and that they're a part of us, the, the, the bigger it grows, you know? Uh, that is just mm-hmm. so true and it has been one of the biggest revelations in the last couple of years that I've had and especially this year was when I deeply went into accepting the fact that I have feelings, mm-hmm. you know, that I need to feel them because I am guilty of trying to go on this path that, remember just like a few years ago, like five years ago, six years ago, the toxic spirituality was all the rage. <laughs> yeah. Everybody talked about love and acceptance. And if you're not loving or accepting, then you are like a really bad person. Right. And we know some people who actually, <laughs> you know, went through that and the huge mm-hmm. breakdown that they had whenever that sort of unveiled. Because how long can you actually put it up? Right. And deny yourselves exactly. those really dark emotions that you might have within yourself. Yeah. And I think also, honestly, if you really want to be real, Go to a playground and observe children for a little while. Right. They are the closest connected to their true selves. Mm-hmm. Like, and they show all of their emotions. They don't think like, you know, eventually there comes a time because they get conditioned. Exactly. But they're so free. When they're angry, they show it. Mm-hmm. You know, I know you sent me this one video once, like if adults would act like toddlers, <laughs> which was hilarious. <laughs> Um, so, you know, like, you don't even have to do yeah. that, but like, yeah, when you're at home and you were angry, like, yeah, just scream. Like, yeah. it feels so good to scream and let go, like, stomp your feet, hit mm-hmm. a pillow, you know, don't hurt yourself. But, yeah. like, it's fine, mm-hmm. you know, like, it's not, that has nothing to do with, with not being loving and accepting. Like, I feel like we need to go through all of this to eventually really become loving and accepting. Mm-hmm. Like, it's something we need to go through i think and we actually do need to go through that because if you are about love and acceptance and like being kind to everybody that's how you can be kind with everybody because whenever you're living through your emotions and you're allowing yourself to experience it the less you're gonna throw it at somebody else Mm -hmm. the less you're gonna expect somebody else to come and fix your life and give you the love that you're denying yourself because if you are about love, you're going to give yourself love in the moments that are very hard to love on anybody yes. and especially yourself. Yes. And that is, yeah, I've been, I've been trying to learn how to do that and give myself grace, you know, in the tough moments, like w- with the strike right now ending, you know, I, I still haven't signed with an agent and I'm like, actually shared it with a friend and I was like, oh, I don't like, I feel like. I feel scared because I feel like I'm not prepared and I didn't take the time to actually find somebody and now I'm going to be late to this, you know, agent train or something. I don't know. And um, I didn't like the response of my friend. (laughs) He was like, well, it's okay, you know, to kind of give yourself grace, but then um, (laughs) you got to, you know, you got to work hard. But thinking about it, no, I went through a really tough year, just like so many of us. This was a collectively Mm. challenging year. And I feel like every single person that I know went through some form of, um, 
a challenge like it's just it's been tough this year has been tough which is explained by so many people you know in the spiritual world especially with the transitions that this world generally has undergone this Mm -hmm. year Mm -hmm. and how we transitioned into the age of aquarius you know and how much more stuff is to come but there's no point in thinking that you failed because if you went through a tough season you've got to be okay with that and you've got to give yourself love through this tough season because then you can actually show up much better for others because if you're you know you gotta give yourself compassion before you can give compassion to others and then accept the other person to actually with their set of (laughs) you know stuff that they're going through to come and fix you you know and and make everything okay which i'm also guilty of that you know and that's usually how we show up in relationships we're like oh yay new person amazing they love me they're gonna fix me yeah yeah that's is that how it works (laughs) but we also gotta give ourselves grace in that too because it is okay we don't we didn't know better I wanted to I wanted to say something um, something like a funny moment that I uh, kind of came across a, a couple of months ago or so I, when you're talking about the people who are all like you know toxic spirituality <laughs> and how like they're living this perfect life and they're like floating around mm-hmm. in their white robes you know with <laughs> incenses in their hands and like saging places and stuff like by the way i saw i was driving through downtown and i saw this guy just crossing the street with a huge like it was like two feet long chunk of sage and he was just saging everything down i'm like can we get a guy like that on every corner of downtown we're gonna need a lot of sage yeah i'm like he's the actual warrior (laughs) he's making this world better by just saging the streets of downtown la wow i love that yeah it was amazing it was the whole vibe (laughs) and then um i was watching this um I was watching this interview, and it was a Russian interview in Russian. Um, there's this um, there's this channel that does interviews with people, all kinds of people in like spiritual world, and kind of just talking about their success and what it means to be in the material world. And some people are more la- relatable than others. And then there was this, this one this one guy. It was like this middle aged man, right? And the interviewer in the beginning of the interview, he was like, well, you guys, like, welcome to this interview. Don't come in to this interview expecting anything. The least expectations you have, (laughs) the more fun you're going to have watching this. And I was like, oh, okay, this is very interesting. So the interview was with this dude who considers himself to be the ascended, I don't know, guru. And he is like, he's above us all. And Mm -hmm. every single question, it was just, it was painful to watch, to be honest with you. Because every single question by the interviewer was met with, well, why do you think there is a need to ask this question? What is, why do you think that there is love? Why do you think that we exist? And it was like, you know, every question was counter-questioned, but in a very vague way. Mm -hmm. And he never said anything because he's like, I am nothing. Mm. I am, you are nothing. We're nothing. Nothing exists. (laughs) 
And I was like, okay, that's bro, you, you took it a little too far. <laughs> like, you gotta, like, take it down a notch. Because, like, why did you come to the interview if you feel like we're nothing, you're nothing, he's nothing, right. everybody's nothing, and then this world doesn't exist? Like... You know, the, right. there there has because because we tend to fall into these extremes, mm -hmm. and it's funny because I feel like I also went through that. <laughs> Remember a few years ago, I was like, everything is just, you know, I'm like floating. <laughs> everything is perfect. Life is amazing. You know, love. I am love, and somebody does something shitty to me, and I'm like, I'm just gonna give them love, and then they kept on doing that. I'm like, wait, no, wait, something's <laughs> off. I shouldn't be allowing that person to, to, to talk yeah. to me that way or treat me that way or like the fuck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So I think it's, I feel like there's, um, you know, how do I say this? So it's, it's like, of course, you know, like, yeah, we, we want to give love to something in that energy. Mm -hmm. But then I think we're also like, we as you said we are here to learn certain mm -hmm. lessons and yeah and one of the lessons eventually is to be able to get to that point where we can you know exude that love and right. just be that love mm -hmm. but what i feel like i mean i can only speak for myself it's like with i'm just going to be open and honest because that's what I love the most. That's what we do. <laughs> That's what we do. That's why we're like, here. With my partner, and I talk about it to my brother a lot. Mm -hmm. And he asks me a lot of questions. And like, why do you think he's acting that way? Why does it, what, what is it showing you within yourself? Mm -hmm. And I like those questions, of course, because I know, you know, a lot of times we do functions as mirrors right. in a relationship. Right. But then it's like, if I feel like I'm getting treated shitty all the time, like, I can only put up with so much. Mm -hmm. So maybe one of the lessons is to, instead of just pouring out love and love and love, yes. it's like learning to stand up for myself yes. and not take that shit anymore. Yes. I'm sorry. You to really also cultivate that mm -hmm. self-love within ourselves to mm -hmm. say, no, mm -hmm. this is, this has to stop. Yes. And I love myself enough to walk away. Mm -hmm. It's harder to walk away and mm -hmm. start over. Yes. But I love myself enough to to making that choice yes because yeah of course you can ask you you can or even blame yourself like oh he's only doing this because i am that way mm -hmm. and you know answering all those questions but it's like what good does it do to do this over and over and over exactly. if nothing changes for a long period of time mm -hmm. you know because we are Yes, we are spiritual beings, but we are having a human experience, experience. here, mm -hmm. learning lessons. Mm -hmm. And we don't need to pretend to be freaking spiritual and mm -hmm. throw love all around mm -hmm. if we are not there yet. And if it's not working, mm -hmm. you know, to stand up for ourselves and do something about it. Exactly, exactly. And that's one of the hardest lessons to actually learn. <laughs> to that the fact that sometimes the lesson is to stand up and say no. Yes. Oh my gosh, we just came full circle. Oh, we did! <laughs> yes! Oh my I god, that's right. Wow, wow, this is goosebumps. Amazing. <laughs> well, um, yes. Yeah. Oh, I like, this is, this is amazing. I love it so much. I'm so happy that this 
came the way that it did. Me I'm so too. happy you came over. Me too. This was so spontaneous. It's the oh perfect. Gosh. I even I, I yeah. heard my phone in the background. I was like, this was so spontaneous. I didn't even think of you know turning yeah. off my phone to be you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, we were just mid conversation, and I'm like, wait, I have my microphone actually on my on my dining table because I was recording something. <laughs> An interview with the with with another friend of mine, and um, actually, yes, that's coming up too. Oh, nice. Yes, I um, uh, a friend of mine from Fogcast. Uh, he had me on his um, cinematic noob, aka Avery Fields. Oh, yeah, he cool. had me on his uh, as a guest on his um, on his podcast, and we oh, talked nice. about my projects. We talked about my acting journey, my producer journey, my creative journey, and yes, it is very much so. And I still had my microphone here on this dining table, and I looked at it. And I was like, "Wait, Tammy, we, why are we not recording this? Because this is so amazing, and we've got to share this." So thank you yes, so much for being so here. Much. Thank you, and thank you for everyone listening. It yes. was such a pleasure, and just the universe creating this moment. And oh, <laughs> it's perfect, and it's imperfection. Love it. Yes. So you guys, um, don't forget to follow. Don't forget to like this um, podcast. Let us know what you think about this. Let us know if you like this format, if you want to hear more about that or of that, <laughs> more of that type of a podcast. Um, but um, I really enjoyed this and thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs>